Hi, how are you? You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a podcast that's all about supporting parents as they bring up children. We've got experts and advice to help you through the more challenging bits of parenting. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Most women will say that becoming a mother changed their lives. But beyond appreciating how big the shift is in how we live, love and work, we continue on. It's part of life. But it's a part of life that could do with a bit more understanding, don't you think? Amy Taylor-Kabaz is a mindfulness coach and author of Happy Mama, The Guide to Finding Yourself Again. Amy is all about supporting and nurturing mothers wherever they are at in their experience. And she has learned about a way of understanding motherhood that is akin to understanding other major transitions in our lives. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you. The word we're talking about here is matrescence. Mm -hmm. Um, I will mention here that we've had a chat about this previously for um, women in the first year of motherhood. But just to recap, in case people haven't listened to that one, what does matrescence mean? Matrescence is an anthropological term, meaning it's the study of human condition and the changes we go through, that refers to exactly what you said, that transition of becoming a mother. It is very similar to the transition of child to adult, which we know as adolescence. And adolescence, as we know, is a massive life upheaval time in your life where every element of your life, body, soul, spirit, view of the world changes. And it's a process that takes many years and that some people just cruise through and others find really rocky. Take all of what I've just said and apply it to the transition to motherhood. It affects all areas of your life. It is ongoing and takes a number of years to figure out. And for some, it's much smoother than others. But every single woman who becomes a mother goes through this transition of matrescence. I love it. But we know that. Okay. So... um We have, as I mentioned, spoken about how this affects women in their first year of motherhood. How does it help us to understand the experience beyond that first year? For me personally, I actually think this is where matrescence is most powerful because I think we all can acknowledge and the people around us can acknowledge that, whoa, when that baby arrives, there are some major changes. (laughs) You know, we, we kind of get that. We accept it. We might not be fully prepared for it, but we know it's going to be a bumpy year. And we know that our bodies are going to change and our relationships are going to change and our everything is going to change. But for Most of us, especially in the culture and society we live in, there's an assumption that that will come to an end, perhaps on the first birthday or perhaps at nine months or, you know, there's so many different milestones that we set where things will then go back to normal, especially when women return to work. This is where I'm super passionate about this because we have this assumption that, You go off and have your baby and have all those big life-changing moments and then whatever stage it is, you know, six, nine, 12 months, you walk back into the office, sit in the same chair and are exactly the same person you were a year ago and speak to any woman, any mother about this and they will say, 
I was completely different when I sat down in that chair and I felt so different about everything. And this is the part that we don't acknowledge. I think it's where most of our discontent and overwhelm and burnout comes from because as a culture and a society, we assume that at a certain point, this woman will be the same as she used to be. And beyond the workplace, this is how marriages can feel. You know, you finally get to a point and the kid's a bit older and you think, oh, it'll go back to the way it used to be. It doesn't. All of us change so dramatically and it's a process that it will take many years to figure out who am I now and what does this mean for me and everything else in my life. And when we're talking about matrescence and motherhood, can you talk me through this idea of conflicting emotions that come up? Yes. So with my work with matrescence that I'm looking at and I'm writing a new book about it, what I really think is important for us to understand is that when we give birth, it's like we split into two. And we have our old self who has that old dreams, the old ambitions, the old ideas of who you were, your identity, your attachment to certain things. And that's still there. But then at that time of becoming a mother, you also have this new part of yourself, which doesn't care about any of that. (laughs) Yes. Suddenly you are all about the child. You know, things that don't, that used to be so important to you aren't important anymore. And it just completely consumes you. But the reality is you're split in two and the hardest part especially after that first year of motherhood like when they're three and four and you're expected to go back into normal life and and just continue on you have this push and pull between these two parts of you all the time it is the I want to have my career or still want to do what I plan to do in this world but I also want to be there for every school pickup and every school drop-off and every story time and every bath time I want to travel the world and be free and independent but I also want to be at home playing Play-Doh all day. And it is this vast contrast that I think we don't understand and we don't we don't have the right tools or language around it to make this okay. Like this is the reality of modern motherhood. We don't just give ourselves to motherhood completely anymore. And that's why matrescence is so important to understand because My belief is it is understanding that split that happens and that shift in identity and how long that takes to be okay with it. And perhaps we're never okay with it. I don't know. I'm only 11 years into motherhood. But as far as I am, (laughs) as far as I can see so far, I think it's a constant battle. It's finding ease with the discomfort. It is. And accepting it that... This is the contrast of modern motherhood. This is the contradiction. I want all of it and then I want none of it so I can be with my kids. And for each of us, that's going to look different. Some of us will choose completely to change our life and really be that mother. Others will find a different way to balance it. We can't judge anyone just like we don't judge teenagers on how they find themselves in those years. You know, some go overseas and try and figure out who they are. Others dive into study or whatever. There's a process we're all going through to figure out who we are now. Mother guilt Mm. is something that I think is also born with a new mum. Yes. (laughs) How can matrescence help us deal with that? Or is there a way of lessening that? 
I think there is when we start to realise that the guilt we feel as a mother is because of that split between us. If you can see that there are contrasting desires within you that and look some of us have to go back to work it's not a desire but we need to but the contrast emotions of I have to be over here and do this but I wish I was over here doing that if you can break that down and look at it logically then the guilt takes it dissipates a little bit it's like if you shine the light on it it's not so scary if you explain to yourself or think it through about why you're feeling guilty it's often because there's contrast emotions within you and you wish you could do this but you have to do that and I think that that's once again it's just about compassion and understanding for yourself and knowing this is super super important that you're allowed to do things for yourself that you're allowed to say I love you but I love you, but I need to do this. I love you, but I have to go here. And that is such a hard thing for women to to say and to accept. I love you so much, but I need more than you. That is one of the hardest things for us to say. Absolutely. And the other part about um, sort of the ongoing matrescence that I'm really interested in is this idea you just mentioned. I'm 11 years into this and I'm still working it out. I'll never forget my cousin saying to me when my daughter was only a toddler and her girls are in their 20s now. And she looked at me and I said something and she went, Chev, I've never had a 21-year-old before. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. Um, This idea that matrescence is ongoing because each stage of your child's life will be a new stage and you're always going to be learning. Exactly. And um, some of the older women I've spoken to about this said to me, Amy, I think matrescence just rolls into whatever word you would give to grandparent essence. (laughs) (laughs) But There's got to be a word for that. (laughs) That's right. But can I just, you know, be really deep and meaningful here for a moment? I think that this is one of the most exciting things about being a woman is that we are constantly evolving and our roles continue to change and grow. And if we're able to look at it as this constant transformation of who we are and that it gets better and better and better, we figure out what's important, what we want to prioritize, what we want to feel and do and let go of all of that other stuff that we used to really prioritize in our early 20s. If you see it as this almost this constant growth, it's a really beautiful thing. But if you see it as in this thing that you're meant to have figured out by now, that you assume there's an end point, that you're hanging on for something to change and feel normal again, then it's like it's going to make it so much harder. It's going to make it so much harder. It's like in childbirth. Great analogy for mum audience, right? (laughs) If you're scared of what's coming, all of your muscles tense up and you make it such a longer, a more painful process. If you can relax and trust and believe that everything's going to be okay, then the process and the transition is so much more smoother and easier. So I think this is what we have to bring to what happens to a woman as they go through these years of motherhood. 
So fascinating. Amy, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. That's Amy Taylor-Kabaz. She's an author and mindfulness coach. Amy has a website full of information plus online courses that you can do no matter where you are in the world. We'll put a link up to that on our website, babyology.com.au forward slash feed play love. And Amy also has a podcast called The Happy Mama Movement. And you can find that where you found us, wherever you get your podcasts. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Elise Cooper and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. You can get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.